Welcome back for another episode of The Sleazy Podcast. This is episode 21. I am your host, Sleazy. And today I'm only joined by Mr. NPR himself, Kyle. Can you smell that? That's another episode of The Sleazy Podcast. Coming right to your ears. Really? I don't know how your ears are going to smell it, but... If you try hard enough, I think it'll work. Oh, damn. Can you hear that? I think somebody just got murdered up in here. I think so. I mean, it was a pretty good sound. <laughs> now, I got this soundboard, and I plugged it into the mixer. It sounds pretty cool, though. I've, I've seen some of these uh, soundboard apps before, and they're always uh, hours and hours of entertainment. Yeah, I'm, I'm really hoping everybody uh, appreciates it. So, you know, we can do some, some stuff like, you know. Fuck! <laughs> Different stuff like that, you know, or... You do that one a couple of times, that's half the show, right? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> that was a long sound clip. But anyways, it's just the two of us tonight. And for why? The, why is it just the two of us tonight? And for those of you that are worried where Rob Zilla is, which is probably next to no one... <laughs> Rob Zilla is on his one-year anniversary with his sweetie, Aww. Tracy. Aww. Yeah, I texted him, and I was like, oh, what do you got planned since you can't be here tonight? He's pulling another Kyle. Yep. But at least he has a legitimate excuse. Yeah, yeah. He's not seeing black and white movies. <laughs> Shitty black and white movies. <laughs> Look, <laughs> Mr. I got, NPR. I, I got to take enough of that from Mike Simons. I don't yeah. want you too. Mike Simons and I, we've been we've been <laughs> chat, chit-chatting here and there lately. Uh-huh. And we're on to you. <laughs> Anyways, so Rob Zilla, I text him, and he's like, yeah, I won't be able to make it this Friday. You know, I could start my anniversary with Tracy, so it's off limits. I can't, can't do anything else. I'm like, all right, okay, dude, that's fine. And... So today I text him, and I'm like, what do you got planned for this weekend? Oh, we're going to we're going to a nice restaurant, like George G. Michaels or something. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know what it was. I'm not a I'm not a fancy restaurant tour myself. Did you though. did you look up at his Facebook? We gotta talk about it. he's posting his he's posting the pictures of his food and shit again. He's gonna do the, the live tweeting of the anniversary. Oh yeah, he's live he's live <laughs> Facebooking his anniversary dinner. Let's see here. I'm looking at. Oh, there, there's one picture right there. And man, that looks like shit. Who would want to eat that? Apparently, Rob Zilla. But <laughs> well, you know, you gotta when you when you can't eat stuff like bread. <laughs> right. That's 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 my whole world right there. Bread. You eat you eat like a piece of fish with like jizz all over it. That's what it looks like, doesn't it? It's uh, it's green and goopy and. Something that doesn't look appetizing. I can tell you that right now. Mm, not really, uh, not really up my alley. But you know, I got a pretty narrow alley when it comes to food, anyway. Same here. We we both have particular uh, palates. So, G. Michael's Bistro and Bar is where he went to. I said George Michael's or something. <laughs> G. Michael's Bistro and Bar. That's where Robzilla is having his anniversary dinner. So, and then he said, and then and then he said, on top of. Going to G. Michael's Bistro, he was like, "Yeah, I rented a uh, 
hotel downtown Ooh. for the whole weekend. Ooh wee. For the whole weekend. I was like, really, Rob? Like, like the whole weekend. I'm like, so are you are you gonna make little zealous? <laughs> and of course he was like, Hell no, you know. <laughs> but I can just imagine like, so do you think this is like Rob Zilla's like mating sound right here? Like after he gets done eating his like <laughs> after he gets done eating his like fancy meal and you know, he's had his like fish or steak or whatever that he had on that plate with whatever sauce that was on there. <laughs> we'll call it sperm. <laughs> and then he's he's like they get back into the, the hotel lobby and Rob just like drops everything that he has on him and he's just like Start 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 spitting fire and uh, yeah, wrecking trains and scaring uh, like, Asian people. Can you just imagine like Robzilla like ripping off his shirt and being like, <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine it. Yeah, I'm I'm just picturing it right now. Getting the, getting the noise complaint called in from his uh, room neighbors. Right, right. At the wherever fancy place he's staying, and then ah! they're like. <laughs> Like, I could just picture all of this. And then, of course, you know, Rob Zilla's just like. The second one. The second one really screamed. Yeah, it just tops it all off. <laughs> but that's why Rob Zilla's not here, ladies and gentlemen. We thought we had to, like, take a moment to, like, explain that and let you know what Rob's doing, like. Day for day. Actually, yeah. we don't know what he's doing day for day. We just know he has a hotel room. Yeah, they, they may not leave the hotel room until like Sunday morning or something. Well, you know, I hope uh, hope they hope they uh, whatever hotel he's staying at took a security deposit on that room, buddy. Because whoo, I told Rob, I said, you know, as much money as you're spending, you're gonna have to put out, dude. You're gonna have to put out because <laughs> we know that she, you know, she didn't have a problem with it. Rob's gonna have to do it. Well, you know, he's just going to have to man up one year anniversary. Yeah. Can't, you can't, you know. Handle your business, Robzilla. Can't show up to the Super Bowl and not play. I, I mean, come on, dude. All you got to do is just get your battle cry going. <laughs> that's, that's the best, dude. I'm, I'm in love with the soundboard. People are probably going to hate me for it, but that is what it is, if, you if know. They, if, as long as as long as they can picture Robzilla and that sound, they'll they'll get it, uh, it every time. Oh, it can't make anybody do anything more than that, you know. Like, uh, I had to put, yeah, I had to put Jason shit in there, dude. We're gonna we we need to get that like on the national app. That yeah, need, you know that needs to be. We need to share that because that's well. I submitted it to the uh, like when you submit something, it just goes into a pool where anybody can look at it and oh, use yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's out in there. Well, it's always been on my YouTube channel for years now. Well, you know, uh, Jason deserves some recognition because he brings a lot of joy and laughter. Oh, I know, people. dude. That la- I could listen to that laugh like all day long, and it just brings me joy. Like I hear this, <laughs> and it just makes you want to laugh. You know, it's <laughs> you, great. You know, you know, whatever he's laughing at, it's good. Yeah, <laughs> or weird at least. So. The Browns won last night. Can you believe that? You know, I'm not, uh, as I, as people probably know, I'm not a big sports fan, but... You're even, not. Even I know, damn, the Browns finally won one. Yeah, the Browns won. Woo! 635 days, uh, 
second presidential administration since the last time they won. Yeah, I mean, you you just can't you can't be anything but happy for a Browns fan. I mean, they went through so much shit. I mean, like they didn't win any games last year. Then the year before that, they only won one game. Dude. So it's been it's been a rough two years. So they're already ahead of the ball this year. Hmm. And you know they tied one game too. So yeah. But I was happy, man. I was I watched the whole game. I was into it. I was like, come on, man, that you could do it. Then they put Baker Mayfield in, and he just started tearing it up. <laughs> you know, everybody likes to root for the underdog. Yeah, and it, well, I mean, both these teams suck pretty bad, but that's that's kind of what I heard about the. <laughs> This year, if you can't beat the Jets, you can't beat anybody. Right, right. But the Browns just went in there and, you know, <laughs> laid the whip down in the second half and came back and won. I say some of the some of the stuff I've watched, they look like they were playing a pretty good game. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't they didn't do too bad in the second half. The first half was really rough. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I'm glad I'm glad that the Browns fans finally got to open the coolers provided by Bud Light. And they got to enjoy a uh, a free beer on uh, Anheuser Busch there. You know that you know they had to be worried about uh, reaching that expiration date before. Yeah, before yeah. Got those coolers. Like, man, I hope the beer is still fresh when these motherfuckers finally get to open it up. Power goes off or something. Uh, yeah, nice of warm beer. <laughs> like, man, what what happens if they don't win and the beer goes expired and we have to just throw it away? Does but I mean, I guess it's you know still the same as them giving it away for free. Right. But still, <laughs> then it goes from being a victory beer to a pity beer. So. Yeah. Nobody, nobody wants the pity beer. <laughs> yep. Not even uh, Rob Zilla. He doesn't want the pity beer. But, so the Browns won. That's good news. Earlier in the week, Zombieland 2 is finally announced to start filming in January. Personally, I'm like really excited about this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But then I'm also like, I, I'm not, I don't believe it until <laughs> I see it happen. I see some set photos, you know. I've never, uh, never really gotten into the Zombieland hype. I've, I've watched it maybe once or twice when it came out. It was good. It was fun. Oh, it was it's really good. And, and it had uh, an awesome cameo in it. And uh, you watched the wasn't there a Hulu or an Amazon series or something that ran for a season? Not that I know of. I don't know. I thought I thought they made one season of something with it, but I, I didn't watch any of it. I don't, I don't think any of the original cast was in it at all. No, I don't know anything but, but about I, that. I, I enjoyed the first one, and I know people have been. What's it been like? Ten years or something? Oh, or? it's it's been so long, and they've dragged this out. You know, like every year you'd hear like, "Well, the cast is down to do it," but they just the, 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 there's a schedule conflict or something. Something would just happen, mm-hmm. and it would just disappear for like another year, and then another year later, uh, another rumor would pop up like, "Oh, they're getting ready to film," and that's why I say I believe it when I see mm-hmm. you know actual pictures from the set. Of them filming and doing everything else, it will be fun to see. Uh, I always like Jesse Eisenberg and you know Woody Harrelson. When Woody man, Harrelson, Woody Harrelson, he owned in that movie, dude. <laughs> his his Twinkie uh, fixation. I hope, I hope he finds some more Twinkies, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, he doesn't find Twinkies in the first movie. I thought he, he they found some, but he didn't get one or something. Yeah, something happened that or he maybe, didn't get maybe it. he did get. See, one. that's the thing. It's been so long since I've seen this movie, mm-hmm. I can't even remember mm-hmm. anything about it. And it's just like, did they wait? Did they wait too long to make the sequel? I hope not, because I really want to enjoy a mm-hmm. second part to that. Mm-hmm. Like I said I never got the hype too much about it. I thought it was good, and I'd be willing to check out a second one for it's sure. A, it's Ohio, baby. I want to <laughs> see what Ohio, you know, grows into. Right. And maybe him and what's her face are still together in it. I didn't know. Are they coming back? Emma Stone and Abigail Breslin. Yeah, I thought. I thought the whole cast is coming back. That'd be kind of kind of neat. See what they do, but. Yeah, but I'm with you. Like, I just can't get too excited about it until mm. 
I know that it's happening for sure. See something permanent, yeah, on film or whatever. Like until I see like a sneak peek trailer, you know, like just a flash of something. Until that teaser comes out. Yeah, man. Like I, I've waited way too long, and I really hope it's not a situation like Sin City. What was mm-hmm, mm-hmm. phenomenal movie Sin City was. And they waited so long to do the the sequel to it. Yeah. Nobody knew about it or fucking cared. So when the sequel came out, it bombed, and you know it just it was horrible, from what I heard. I didn't even watch it because yeah. I was like, "What's the point?" I don't. I don't know if I've seen the second one either. I don't. Like I said, they just part of it was just they waited too long. The first one had all that hype. Yeah. By the time they get to the second one, it just wasn't there. I mean, the first one is is one of the better comic book movies that you can watch, mm-hmm. but it was just so phenomenal and. It, like I don't know why you have that good of a movie and then you wait so long. I mean, obviously, I know you got different projects you want to get done, but at some point, something has to take mm-hmm. precedent over that. You know, like, hey, let's get this fucking sequel done. Well, you know, you do that one good movie, and then everybody wants you to make their movie. Yeah, and then, then you get stuck in your scheduling issues, like we said for Zombieland. Yeah, it, it just sucks, man. But uh, anyways, so Disney CEO. Uh, finally confirmed that Kevin Feige will definitely be taking over the X-Men series when uh, Disney finally uh, has 100% control of Fox after their buyout. Where's that uh, Where's that hallelujah for your soundboard that we need for that one? <laughs> yeah. I think it's on here somewhere. I mean... You know, I, uh, you know the, those first uh, three X-Men movies, I don't think I've seen the third one, Last Stand or whatever it was. Uh for their time, they were okay, but I, I don't know if you look back on them and they hold up quite so well in some ways. Maybe the first one still does, but I I, I just never loved them. And then you know uh, you know Brian Singer is one of those directors that's kind of all his movies kind of run together and they're not yeah. great, but they're not bad. And, and I, I actually kind of like the last couple, uh, Apocalypse and I I like the last uh, three they did. Mm-hmm. Really, I mean, aside from. The first Wolverine movie mm-hmm. and the third of the original X-Men uh, trilogy. Um, those were the only films that I really disliked out of the whole franchise. They were they really made a strong comeback with uh, First Class. Yeah, I thought First Class was really good. And, you know, our, our good friend Muzz, he's like one of the only few people that I know that like trashed that movie. Mm-hmm. Because he's a purist and he wants everything to be to the original, you know, to the T. And I, you know, for a reimagining of what they did and what they could have done, you know, to fit this this next set of movies that they wanted to do and with the original movies, I thought it was really good. And at the same time, you got to work within the copyrights of the characters you own and the stories. That's right. That's right. But I mean, they do have a they do have control of a lot of characters. Um, Sony does is that that is that's a Sony movie or no it's a uh, Fox movie Fox. sorry Sony Spider Man um, yeah but Fox has control of all the X Men universe mm-hmm. whereas you know Sony has uh, different uh, properties obviously like the Spider Man universe I thought and didn't they own like like half of something I thought like like Deadpool had to get some help from Fox and Sony to use some of their characters or whatever because they were all kind of yeah, some of those run together. And, I uh, thought it was uh, the guy that was just in uh, Cable. Was it Cable that they had to use get permission to use? Something like that. It, some of those are still really gray. Yeah, um, I lost track because there were so many deals getting made yeah. 
this past summer. Well, you know, obviously after they saw the success that Spider-Man had. Mm. So, but I, I'm, I, I was mentioning this to somebody else. Like, okay, I'm kind of glad that Kevin Feige is taking it over. And I know we're going to get like this blockbuster plan of movies and he's going to do it right. And he's going to, he's going to make sure the fans have a good time. Even if they change up a couple of things, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it'll be good, and he'll cast he'll cast uh, you know out, outstanding people to play in these roles. But I really want to see a series like on Netflix for mm-hmm. X Men. You know, X Men's got so many characters; it, it, it really does. You know, if if Fox had done it right, they could have had their own X Men universe. Yeah, like really, that really needs to be its own series. It can be its whole own thing. Um, I don't know if you have you seen The Gifted yet on Fox? No, no. And it's it kind of takes place like after the movies or mm-hmm. whatever I want to say. Um, you know, there's no X-Men around, but these kids are all on the run and fighting the government. And I really, I like, I watched that first season and I was like, man, they, they just could do so much more with a TV series and it doesn't cost much to do what they need to do special effects mm-hmm. wise now. So, I mean, why not? I mean, they could totally do something on a, you know, Netflix or when Disney gets their streaming service together. Mm-hmm. And I think it would be really cool. Uh, they could explore more. And I mean, me personally, I like, you know, X-Men because of the the political part. And uh, I mean, you see a lot of like discrimination. Mm-hmm. and I mean, it touches on a lot of subjects. And I, I would really like to see that, you know, them have more time to explore it than in an hour and 45 minutes. Did, uh, did, did Marvel do their Inhumans series? Uh, they did... They did the pilot, and I don't think it tested well, and they got rid of it. Because I remember back back when they were making that, there was some uh, talk that supposedly they didn't think they could get the X-Men back. And that's one reason they were sort of doing an Inhuman series. Yeah. And now, like you said, they got the X-Men back. I mean, you could do a whole series of movies, just the X-Men. Yeah. Could, I'm wondering, because everybody's saying after, this, uh, after the next Avengers that they're going to change some stuff up. So if they had somebody like the X-Men back, they could build a whole... A phase or two or three around just the X-Men. Yeah, I think that they've already... Obviously, you know, with them saying Kevin Feige is taking it over, mm-hmm. they've already laid out a set of plans, I believe, and they're they're ready to move forward with it as soon as they get the paperwork pushed through and they, they're legally allowed to do it. So, I saw uh, something. They said um, there was an Easter egg in, either, in one of the Netflix series, whether it was uh, uh, Iron Fist or what's the other one? Not Jessica Jones and Daredevil, but... Uh, Luke Cage. Luke Cage. One of them, <clears throat> I guess they referenced the Baxter building, which is where the Fantastic Four live. Yeah. So some people are even speculating now that the Fantastic Four might be coming back to Marvel. If they do a Fantastic Four, like, once again, I think they need to go series with them. You know, like, Daredevil didn't seem like it was a good idea to do a movie. Mm-hmm. And they got it right. They did the series and, you know... Thank God, because it's one of the most amazing <laughs> series ever. And by the way, they just announced the release date of Daredevil. I saw they were making three. a bunch of uh, October thirteenth. I think is when it comes out, October thirteenth. And man, I'm ready for that, dude. That's going to be awesome. Hasn't it been like two years or something? I think um, that one's been a the while. The last we saw Daredevil was in Defenders, mm-hmm. and I mean, to me, Defenders was just Daredevil season two point five. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm a bit behind on my. Netflix Marvel series. Uh, what's the last series you caught? Probably the first season of Jessica Jones. Oh, really? Yeah. Season two was like it started off really good, and they just they kind of just lost where they were going. I thought mm-hmm. Luke Cage season two was a lot better, 
I mean, if you ask me, I I was not a fan of season one. Mm-hmm. I know they give it a lot of high praise for the issues that it tackled, but I just thought the the villain was kind of boring. And uh, this last season of Iron Fist two, I was not a fan of. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed the first season, and this season just ended. I was like, really? Like, I, I mean, it just. I mean, I know some people that give all well, not some. The majority of people are giving it like very high praise yeah. for it coming back and when you watch it you'll be able to, you you just tell why people are giving it high praise but i i don't know i mean i guess i'm open to where it's going to go next do I, mean, you, uh, I i didn't dislike it i just didn't like it as much as i liked the first one do you feel that all that marvel stuff's kind of starting to get uh saturated this just might might be a little too much of it now Ye- maybe like like we've talked about it before tv in general is just kind of getting hard to keep up on yeah there is so if much you want, stuff if and you want somebody to watch your show it's got to be top of the line like i have to watch this you know can't just I, be okay or not as good as last season i've given up i've given up on trying to watch new shows oh, yeah. because i just don't have the time number one and i'm still invested in a lot of other old shows mm-hmm. And then the shows that I am invested in, I'm just having a hard time watching. Like, I'd rather just find something on Netflix to watch. But, I mean, dude, I'm still trying to watch The Flash and Arrow from last year. (laughs) Like, they're just hard for me to watch. I've heard that those two are kind of going downhill. Yeah, they're telling, they're ruining them, dude. And, like, you watch, like, a Marvel series on Netflix, Mm -hmm. and the production quality is a lot better. Obviously, because they're using Marvel Studios and... You know, it's just w- more well managed and well. Plus, their their series are more limited. They do like ten or thirteen episodes. And it's or something. it's not made to appease thirteen year olds. It's made right. to appease everybody. Right. And I just feel like Flash and Arrow are just like it's not about the characters. It's about their relationships mm-hmm. with their better halves. You know, and it's just it's really annoying to me now. And like the first season was all about the showdown between Flash and uh, Reverse Flash mm-hmm. and. Even, you know, Era, the, the first two seasons were all showdowns between him and the villains. And now it's just like uh, like collision courses on relationships and yeah. stuff. And I'm just like, I'm not into it, dude. Superhero soap opera. Yeah, yeah. And, and uh, that's what the CW is known for. I mean, they did it with Smallville. And to much credit, they ruined Smallville halfway <laughs> through. Uh, and even though it picked up there towards the end. But... I mean, they're just, they're fucking this shit up, man. And they had gold right in front of them. Mm-hmm. I mean, the first two seasons of Arrow and The Flash are, I mean, really great. And then they just tail off after that. And it makes me sad. Makes me a sad panda. Yep. Don't look at me like that. No way. Hey, you're, the, you're the one who's invested in this, you know what I mean? It's, I know. I, I am invested, but I'm way behind, man. I don't even know if I'm going to make it in time for the premiere this year. It's just... <laughs> It's so it's so hard just to to watch shows when they air anymore. You just end up binging them and just waiting for the next ones to come out. So, you yeah. know, it's, it's not like you really even have to keep the schedule anymore. So, Captain Marvel uh, premiered. We forgot to watch show you that trailer. Yep. But I watched it. Um, straight throwback to. I, I know that it has a blockbuster in it. I yeah, it's, it's 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 in a different time era. So it looks like it's in the eighties or early nineties, mm-hmm. somewhere around there. But uh, it looks pretty damn good. It looks pretty damn good. Seemed to be the reaction that I was seeing. Yeah, and I mean, it's going to lead right into the next Avengers flick. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's going to be really dynamite, I think. And, uh, I mean, obviously, in the trailer, Sam Jackson's uh, Nick Fury doesn't have the eye patch and he has hair. I've heard that he's de-aged. 
Yeah. Uh, CGI de-aged. Yeah, he's he's young Samuel L. Jackson again. Like Samuel L. Jackson from Coming to America <laughs> that robs the uh, McArnolds or whatever it is at the beginning. It, it, he does do that in that movie, doesn't he? I, th- I think that's him. He comes in with like the shotgun or whatever. He's like, motherfucker, sit down. <laughs> but yeah, so he looks pretty young. Uh, Brie Larson looks amazing as Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think it's going to be another phenomenal hit for Marvel. And uh, from what, you know, I'm not a huge Captain Marvel fan. I know very limited things about her. But um, I read, you know, comments, obviously, just to see, like, because I figured, you know, the, the diehard fans would be all over the, the, the comments. And, of course, they were all like, oh, this looks so good. It looks so close to the source material, blah, 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 blah. So I guess that's a good sign, too, that, you know, the diehards are all over it. I thought I thought there might be some backlash because, obviously, her character isn't, the original Mr. Marvel or whatever. Yeah. So I was kind of surprised that everybody was so positive about it, but that's Carol Danvers is the modern Captain Marvel. Yeah. And, and like I said, people were like very detailed in what they saw that they liked. Mm-hmm. So that to me is like a real positive sign there too. Is that going to be the first uh, female uh, solo heroine movie for, for, Marvel? for Marvel? Yes. I mean, everybody's been begging for a... Uh, Black Widow and Black Widow movie, but they're they're just not open to it. And I don't know why. And I don't I don't know if they, it's a character for a whole movie. It would have to be maybe like a prequel movie. Yeah, show her like you know going through. But I mean, we've already seen like cutscenes of that. So yeah. she, I think she's just so tied to the other characters and the Avengers and and all that. Right, stuff. right. And I mean, obviously, you know, her and Bruce's relationship. Right. Yeah. <laughs> not solid. Not solid at all. The sun's going down, big guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I watched a uh, Everything Wrong, uh-huh. uh, you know, one of those, and they pointed out, like, that when they... Uh, it was Everything Wrong with Thor Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. And uh, they they pointed out, like, one of the scenes um, uh, where they finally meet. Uh, I don't think it was Thor Ragnarok, but it might have been a, uh, the last Avengers movie. Because they see each other in that. Yeah, I want to say, and and the the guy made a point that they they just didn't have like a uh, <laughs> you know like uh, connection there, mm-hmm. no chemistry. Yeah, and then I actually read like another like uh, like th- uh, Loki theory mm-hmm. that it's actually Loki as Bruce Banner. Oh, I think I've, I think I've seen that, and that's that another thing where they're saying like they don't have a connection or something like that. Hmm. So maybe maybe that's the article I'm thinking of, not everything wrong with or whatever. So. But I, see how that one plays out. I wonder if Loki's still alive. That seems to be a question. I've had people like direct message me and ask <laughs> me that. I thought I thought I saw an article that said uh, Loki's going to get his own series now or something. Really? Yeah. Series as in show. Yeah. Tom Hiddleston's going to do a show, huh? Uh, that's what the article. I like. I didn't read it because uh, I don't. I have a hard time seeing Tom do a show for some reason. And plus, I thought his contract was almost up too. Yeah, I, I mean, was, all I these original guys are that. getting ready to go. I think. Or at least maybe cut back on a lot of movies. Oh, you know, I, I think Captain America's he's getting the axe to this next movie. I think he's got to go. I think uh, Robert Downey Jr. is getting kind of old. It, uh, uh, the last uh, Infinity War was the first time where I thought Downey really kind of looked his age. And I, I think he's going to, maybe not die or anything like that, but I think he's going to go away for a while at the end of yeah. this. Yeah, well, he needs to, movie. and... You know they keep they 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 made it a point for him to like talk about wanting a kid with yeah. Pepper, mm-hmm. 
And I mean, that was like so, you know, like one a kid, one a kid. And then Pepper was really pissed that he was on the uh, the ship. Right. And so I'm thinking maybe she is pregnant and he's going to have the baby and go away for a while. I, I like I say, I think, I think they gotta, they've got to do something with him. And, I, and I've talked about that before. I'm, I want people to go away for a little while. I mean, that, that's the whole point of doing these 10-year story arcs. People can go away for five or 10 years and come back, and it'll be like a really big yeah. deal. Well, and you know, like that's... Like, you look at other things that have been on forever, like Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that make makes Doctor Who really great is that it's it's able to reinvent itself every couple of years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's a refresh every couple of years. So, which, by the way, did you check out the trailer to that? I did see the trailer for that one. I'm a little excited. I'm, I'm just curious to see where it goes. It's, I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah. You know, we're, we were big Capaldi fans. I don't know how long this chick's going to last. I mean, you know, we always, when do, when the doctor switches over, we're kind of like, I don't know. Yeah. And then we see, you know, three or four episodes in and we're like, oh, this is the best doctor <laughs> ever. So, I don't know. We'll see what happens. And I think, I mean, they've got a lot to do. It's a new new doctor, new, uh, new director and story editor and all that stuff. Yeah. So... It, in a very real way, I think it's going to be a new show. Yes. And we, we like I said, we loved Capaldi a lot. We liked his seasons. We think he kind of got gypped out of a season, at least, just because of uh, the, the hiatus they took or whatever. So so I think she's kind of got that going against her. But I, I'm just curious. I think and it's going to be a good series. I, I really felt like a lot of the younger fan base that liked Tennant and Matt Smith mm-hmm. didn't like Capaldi because he was old and he wasn't cute. I <laughs> You I know, the, so. the girls that liked the show originally... And there were there were issues. I mean, you know, uh, Moffat's not always the best long form storyteller. He's got some great episodes. Sometimes right. the story arcs don't pan out. Um, He's no Russell T Davies when it comes to wrapping things together. Who, season to and, season. Uh, um, who was the girl? The Impossible Girl. Yeah. You know, I think uh, she she stuck around about a season too long. A season way too long. <laughs> and you know, she should have left during the, the, the her one Christmas episode. And I think that would have freed them up to do things with Capaldi. Especially when the fan base didn't even care for her. I think she just, after Matt Smith left, she just kind of ran out of story. Yeah. And that really kind of messed with his arc. It was like they had to, they, they had to keep her around to kind of like usher the new doctor and they weren't sure about. Yeah. But I thought Capaldi rocked, man. And he's one of my favorite doctors. And I'm, I'm still like sad that he's gone. And, you know, we got one, one good season with his, his new sonic screwdriver. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And now the new sonic screwdriver looks like shit. I think I think that one that they were showing that that got on all the photos, it looks different from the one that they actually showed in the teaser. So I don't know if it's going to be like a makeshift sonic or something else. Or did she have like a mini sonic screwdriver? Uh, I couldn't. Did, tell is exactly. it just me or did it look smaller? It looked different. Like least. it barely fit in her hand almost. Yeah. So like it's just going to be a lot of different and uh, uh, you know new themes, a new new composer. So I'm just really curious to see how it all works out. I hope they don't stray too far away from the the, the opening uh, theme because uh, that's the iconic part of the show that gets you pumped for the episode, you know? And that, that's one of my sort of fears is that they're going to kind of modernize it too much. Because like you said, that's part of the, the allure of Doctor Who is that it's been on for 50 years now or 50 plus years now. And in some ways it's kind of the same, but in a lot of ways it's obviously different. But those ways that where it's kind of the same is what kind of keeps you coming back for every doctor and the right, villains and all right. that stuff. So I'm I'm definitely curious. I'm you know we're not like the backlash people who are like oh a woman doctor and blah 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 like 
We're no. cur- we just want to see where it goes, and we want it to be good. We like the, this is one of our shows, you know. I'm not saying that I'm like not open for a female doctor, and I mean, obviously, do they ever explain like how he's able to regenerate past the the thirteenth regeneration or what? Because you only get thirteen, right? I I think they basically or twelve. Just, well, I think you I think you get twelve regenerations into the thirteenth, basically. Yeah, and uh, you know they kind of. Um, Played with that a little bit with like the war doctor and stuff. That because of all that, like yeah. you got extra regenerations, maybe. So I, I think they just kind of passively, like, yeah, yeah, it's more. Oh, you, you're talking about the scene that led into the 50th anniversary. Uh, well, stuff like that with the I, witches I, I, that kind of did something to him. To... Yeah, and I thought there was, uh, I thought there was something else with that happened during the 50th. They just kind of suggested, or maybe maybe it was with Capaldi. I can't quite remember. I still don't understand how. Uh... You know, at the end of uh, the one season where Matt Smith jumps through the uh, the the whatchamacallit and ends up on the planet, mm-hmm. and then it just goes straight to the fiftieth anniversary. Right. Like, I, when did they ever get out of there? I think I think people were still waiting for that. If that's gonna, if people were thinking maybe that was gonna turn into something, and I think maybe they just kind of used it to, we're just gonna jump into the fiftieth and kind of make you forget about it. Yeah, that, that was that was one of those things where people talk about Moffat not quite wrapping things up, and I think that is definitely a prime example. I'm still pissed about that, dude. I'm like, what the fuck happened to? Uh, I, I totally 11? forgotten about it until you brought it up. Yeah, I mean, where they go into the heart of the TARDIS or whatever it was exactly, and yeah, 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 yeah. That's the one I'm talking about. Right, but yeah, anyways, you know, like I said, it's not that I'm not open to a female. It's just it's always been. It's always been a male role, and you look at the doctor like that. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I I hope she does good, because then that means there's stellar Doctor Who out right. there for us. So, and that's all I want. I just want good Doctor Who, and I'm I'm jonesing for some of it, because I've I've missed it for so... I mean, what, has it been like two years since we've had anything now? I think it'll end up being almost two years. I, I actually, my, my dirty secret is I still haven't watched Capaldi's last season. What? Yeah. Not all of it, anyway. I think I saw the first couple episodes. I've got I've got them all. Uh, the, that last season's really good. I've got all three of his seasons on Blu-ray. I just need to sit down. I want to sit down and rewatch all of them. Well, you better get on it, dude. You got to catch up before this new season. We'll see how that that goes. Muzz, Muzz and I were talking about it, and uh, he was like, "Well, we should have just rented a theater out again for this premiere." And I was like, "We should have." Well, now now they're doing it on Sunday nights, though. They're not, yeah, they're not showing them on Saturday nights anymore. Yeah, and well, I mean, it, I don't think it really matters for that. So. But we were talking about, you know, getting together or whatever. And he was like, well, I got to figure a way to get it. And I'm like, just stream it on one of the, the cable services. Get a free week or whatever and then cancel it. Mm-hmm. You know, he'll be fine because mm-hmm. he doesn't have cable. But, right. Or I'll just sign into my direct TV and we'll watch it that way. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I'm, I'm stoked for Doctor Who, dude. It looks good, but I'm I'm a little, I think there's going to be like little things that bug people. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and it always takes it always takes time for a new doctor to sort of work out the kinks. Yeah, it does. So it's just wait and see. We're all excited. We're but n- at, nervous after energy. after seeing the trailer and hearing her speak, you know, it looks like she's going to be fun. Mm-hmm. So that that's the plus on that. I, I do think I do think they'll give us a product that we'll enjoy. Whether we enjoy it a hundred percent is the you know the real issue. I think. And, and the great thing about it is, if you don't love it. Wait three, four years, and there'll be a new doctor. Yeah, there'll be a new doctor, and they'll revamp the show. Hopefully, hopefully they don't cancel it. I'd hate to see that. I, I think 
if they ever do anything, it's just they can. You can let it go for a couple of years. You don't. You, you know. You don't what, have to cancel it. You can just put it on hiatus for a couple of years. Yeah. Like what? What happened to the movies they were supposed to do that were going to be opposite of the show? That I, just fizzled out completely. And that's probably for the best. I think it was yeah. always kind of a silly idea to but have. They a, were going to Americanize an American doctor. Yeah. Who, they were going to Americanize it and have Johnny Depp as the doctor. Yeah. And, and in this day and age, when you know you can stream everything and all that, you don't need to do. You don't need to Americanize I'm, or whatever stuff. I have a uh, unpopular opinion. Mm. I'm not a Johnny Depp fan. I don't. I don't think that's very unpopular. <laughs> well, it seems like a lot of people <laughs> let's, love Johnny let's Depp. Let's just say not in this room. It's not an unpopular. Yeah, opinion. I'm just not a fan. You know, the last movie I watched that I liked of Johnny Depp was Nick of Time. <laughs> I, I I love that movie. <laughs> Nick of Time was fucking awesome. I uh, I I did enjoy him as uh, when he played Whitey Bulger in uh, that movie from a couple years ago. Oh, I haven't seen that one. I saw the other gangster movie he did. And I was like, "This is fucking horrible." Like, well, you know, uh, after after those Pirates of the Caribbean movies, he kept playing that. He just kept playing Jack Sparrow over and over again, as the as the right like perpetually drunk guy with eyeliner. And it's just like, I have another unpopular opinion. I am not a fan of the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. I think I've only seen the first one all the way through. I enjoyed the first one, but I've seen like the first three. Um, my stepmom and sister were obsessed with those movies uh-huh, when they uh-huh. came out back in the day. And, and I'm I'm all for a good pirate movie, but. Uh, those kind of got a little convoluted, I think, and like I said, Johnny Depp just kind of an annoying I, fella. I think that's my problem is I'm not into pirate shit, so like I watch these movies and I'm just like, eh, I'm not into that, and they're boring to me. And Johnny Depp's character's over the top. I'm mm-hmm. just not a Captain Jack Sparrow fan, and I'm like, man, somebody would have iced that fool eventually. <laughs> that's how I feel about it. I always loved uh, if you're gonna talk about Johnny Depp. I think the hype for me is uh, the Ninth Gate. I really love that one. Yeah, yeah, that was one of my. If I was to put it, rank some Johnny Depp movies. I don't, I don't think I've ever seen that one. Where he goes looking for the the nine gates, the books to open like a, a doorway to uh, hell or whatever exactly it is. No, I've never seen oh, that one. Oh, we, we'll put that on top of our uh, October watch list. Yeah, we got we got to go start having movie nights, man, and catching up on this shit. Oh man, so I think we got like one last thing to talk about. We kind of added a couple there on the fly. Mm-hmm. That was kind of that was smooth, wasn't it? Well, that's how we do it, you know. Yeah, yeah. we like to uh, we like to go and we like you know let it roam. Now you see, Rob Zilla is not here to agree with us on everything, mm-hmm. so we have to. That, that's our question. If Rob Zilla was here, would he be like, "Yeah, I like Johnny Depp." <laughs> yeah, yeah, Johnny Depp's cool. Oh, so uh, you don't like him, huh, Eric? Yeah, I don't like him either. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what Rob Zilla does. Well, you know. He, God bless his heart. I love him to death. But so they released uh, set photos of Joaquin Phoenix as the Joaquin. Joker. What'd you think? As man? Arthur and the Joker? Yeah. I'm. Yes, Arthur and the Joker. My apologies <laughs> in case somebody's going to correct me on that. I'm, I'm curious. I, I, I really have no idea where this thing's going to go. Uh, you know, obviously, uh, DC's. You know, not sure what they're doing either, really. So they're they're taking multiple approaches to characters, which is great. I'm fine with that. Uh, I think they've been talking about Joaquin playing the Joker for a while, and uh, it's pretty clear that he's not afraid to take some chances and do some crazy roles. Yeah, <laughs> well, he was uh, pretending to be someone else for like a couple of years, like, so like his rap career. Yeah, his rap career. I like. Didn't he go on like David Letterman and David just straight up asked him, he was like, is this a joke? And he was like really offended. Yeah. 
Oh, you know, he gets he's he's one of those like method. Yeah, the method actors. actors. He, he gets into it. But I, I looked up the director. And I think the director is Todd Phillips, and he's mostly known for uh, like comedies, like old school, and like he did Starsky and Hutch. Oh, really? And a couple movies. And he's like doing that. this Joker movie. Yeah, because I feel like this Joker movie is going to be like really serious and dark. And that's and that's the kind of vibe I thought when uh, Joaquin was talking about. It. He said he wanted to do something like this. He wanted to do like a small kind of like really dark kind of movie. And, uh, you know, I think, I don't know, you know, the Joker's origins as part of the characters, nobody's exactly sure what his origins are because he always sort of lies about it. Yeah. So in this one, it's supposed to be like a, a stand-up comedian goes, turns into a psychopath. And I think that's kind of what uh, happens in the, uh, well, I can't remember which comic it was, if it was the one of the Red Hood ones or if it was um, like the killing joke where he starts out as a comedian and he gets involved in a crime. Yeah, that's the one that I'm always familiar with, is the killing joke, where he's like a really bad stand-up comedian Mm -hmm. and he can't pay his bills. So he goes on a job, you know, to help support his, you know, wife and uh, soon-to-be kid, I I believe. I don't think he's actually had the kid. I can't remember. It's been so long. Mm -hmm. But, you know, he gets caught up and he gets dumped in the acne water or whatever. So I, or so acid, I, not water. <laughs> so I, I kind of like where they seem to be going. There's not a lot of information out about it yet, and uh, I'm just I'm just curious. I wasn't a huge fan of uh, the the Lido Joker, the the Wankster Joker, or whatever. See, I liked that Joker. He was. I thought he had potential to be his own a, kind of Joker. He was a gangster, and uh, you know, I know a lot of people like you know the more flamboyant type of Joker, mm-hmm. but I really like the Jared Leto one, and I feel like they just. Obviously, they chopped that movie up, so we didn't get to yeah. see the scenes. Uh, I guess they said they had a, so much uh, so much footage that they could have done their own Joker movie mm-hmm. out of that. And I'd really like to see it someday, but it is who what it what is. DC is doing right now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's so it's so hard, man. It's so frustrating. Like it's so easy. Like it could be so easy for them to be successful, and they just keep fucking with things and double guessing themselves and. Well, they just they wanted they wanted to do what Marvel did in ten years in like two, yeah. And you, that's not, not possible. Yeah, you couldn't do it that way. Even though you could have done, you could have left Batman out. You didn't need to do Batman because everybody knows Batman. Or right, didn't really even need to do Superman. You could have left him out for a while and then brought them in later. But they really wanted to get their big guns out. They really wanted to jump straight into Justice League. So in a way, I'm kind of glad they're doing these sort of side movies or whatever. Yeah. However, they're going to exactly fit into any kind they're, of time. They're doing different universes. Right. Like we said last week. Right. And that's, and that's, that's fine. But one thing I really noticed though, uh, about this was, uh, people were commenting about, uh, they show like, it's not even like really like Joaquin Phoenix in makeup. I didn't think it was just kind of like a it looks clown. looks like he's in a costume. Oh. A clown face imposed over him or something. That's kind of, it looked like a Photoshop. Almost. Yeah. Like, well, they just do it and. People were like, oh my God, he looks so sick as the Joker. <laughs> and I'm just like, well, that doesn't look anything like the Joker. That looks like a fucking clown. I'd, I'd almost be willing to bet we don't see him in like, it's one of it's going to be one of those movies where he's only the Joker at like the very end. The very end, end and then fucks somebody up yeah. and laughs at the end. Yeah. And I'm, I'd, I'll be fine with that. If that's, you know, if the movie's good and that's how they want to do it, that's cool. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not at one bit at all worried with Joaquin Phoenix's ability yeah. Yeah. because he's, I think he's one of the best actors out there. But, uh, he wouldn't be doing this movie if it wasn't a little different. Yeah, it, it, that's the thing. It is going to be different. It's. N- I don't think it's going to be something that we're used to seeing. Mm-hmm. I and hope it's not. I hope it's kind of out there. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm good with that. You know, I'm all. I'm all for the different universe. Uh, 
as far as this is concerned. And, you know, like we, Michael B. Jordan, give us black Superman as long as it's in a different universe. That's, that's what I'll say. I'll agree to that. But, um, it's going to be different, like we said. And I think Joaquin Phoenix will deliver. Now, can other people accept that? Because they're, you know, they're the purists out there. Mm. And will they be upset with it? Who yes. knows? Yes, they will. <laughs> and that's the thing. It's going to be a toss-up. I could very well see this movie being liked by the critics mm-hmm. and being hated by the fans. Mm. Whereas the typical DC movies that are coming out now are liked by the, the audience mm-hmm. and hated by the critics. I think, and I think you might have a point on that. I, I think that's how it's going to go. But, I mean, it, I was looking at the uh, the Rotten Tomato scores, mm-hmm. and it, it, that's how it is for every DC movie. The critics pan it, and the audience seems to receive it pretty well. So, I mean, when I say pretty well, it's like 70% audience mm-hmm. score, which to me, that is an approval, I think. I don't know how you view it, but... Well, you know, I, I I think Rotten Tomatoes is an awful way to judge movies anymore. Yeah, just because right. of the aggregate numbers, it's you know, it's not the same as you got to. If you really want to review a movie, you got to find somebody who has similar tastes. Yeah, and be like, all right, if this person liked it, I probably will like it. And if they don't, I probably and that's won't. the that's the problem I have with Rotten Tomatoes is you got a bunch of critics watching movies mm-hmm. that they just generally wouldn't enjoy, and they're giving uh, a, a score that affects the outcome of the movie. Right, you right. know. We didn't we didn't mention this last week, but we talked about it uh, off the show about Predator score was like down in the thirties. Yeah, and it you know it certainly didn't deserve to be that low. It had it had its issues, but it was a solid fifty or sixty. You know, right in the middle. Yeah, I, I mean, however you want to score it, you know, like I gave it three and a half out of five stars. Yeah, I want to say that's just about right in the middle. You yeah, know? and I mean that's how I've always scored. Uh, Obviously, you know, when you go to review movies, that's how I've always mm-hmm. done it. How many out of five stars? But Rotten Tomato seems to be making a killing off of this. Who is it that owns them? Is it Sony? I thought, I thought, or Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers, owned yeah, them. Warner Brothers owns them because there, there was a little kerfuffle about whether, whether Warner Brothers movies were sort of getting higher Rotten Tomatoes than some other movies, which I don't think they were, but people were at least worried about it. Yeah, I know. I've it is what it is. Say that if you want, but that's that's a lot of effort to. I mean, what are they going to do? Pay off all the critics, right? Right. <laughs> I mean, so I mean, that's a little nonsensical to to say. I mean, are they creating like thousands of fake accounts to go on there and hype it up? Right. And and you know they still have a lot of power. You know, you'll hear a lot of people like, "Oh, I checked this movie out because the score was so high," or "I didn't check it out because it was so low." Right. And I'll I'll say it sometimes where I won't. Well, I won't go see a movie in the theater, but I'll watch it later and be like, yeah, it didn't deserve to be that low. And here's the thing. If Warner Brothers really wanted to to hijack that and give themselves uh, better ratings, um, you know, Justice League and Batman versus right. Superman wouldn't have suffered so much from those scores. They would have just manipulated them right. and, you know, give made it certified fresh. And, you know, gotten people out to go see them. So, I mean, right there shows you that they're not doing that, in my opinion. But, anyways. But, but like I said, I'm, I'm looking forward to some Joker, to some different universes. And yeah, I'm, I'm excited for the different universe theory. And, and I still want my Batman movie. I, I'm with you, dude. Give me my solo Ben Affleck Batman movie. We'll, we'll go get him out of rehab. Me and you, we'll go. We'll yeah, personally go we'll get talk him. some sense into that movie. Yeah, we'll calm him down. We'll be like, Ben, people want to people see your Batman. 
Well, <laughs> at least us. At least. I think we're like the only two people that have defended him since day one. Well, you know, I think, and I think it ebbs and flows. I think sometimes you hear people like, "Oh yeah, I love Ben Affleck's Batman," and then a week later, "Oh, I hate Ben Affleck's Batman." Yeah, whatever. I mean, people that are saying that are just in love with Christian Bale and uh, the Dark Knight trilogy, right? And I they mean, were good, but they were really good. But I mean, this is a different style Batman, and. You just got to get used to it. I mean, you know, you're not going to get the same thing over and over again. I'm I'm still a Michael Keaton purist. You know, I want if we're if we're doing some if we're doing some side universes here, give me give me an old Michael Keaton Batman. I got to find this video that this kid made. This young kid, uh, I want to say he's like 19, mm-hmm. but he did a. Uh, it was like, oh man, I want to say it was like 40 minutes or something. It was long. I watched it the other day on why uh, Tim Burton's Batman is mm-hmm. bad. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes through and he analyzes this movie and he's uh-huh. like, "Thank God I wasn't born while this movie came out or something like that." And but I was I I watched it and I was like, "If only Kyle could see this right now, he would be fighting this kid. He would he would knock this motherfucker out for 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 talking shit about Tim Burton's Batman." That, that's still that's still like the high watermark for for comic movies. Is well, and Batman, you know, Batman Returns. The score for that movie is Batman's theme. Mm-hmm. It just, oh, yeah. to me, that is Batman. I mean, it carried on through the, through the, the second movie, the cartoon, and then they just reused it in Justice League. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that, when you hear that score, it's Batman. Right. That Danny Elfman. Yeah. You know, like I said, like the, it's the animated series. It's the, I think, I think they use it in all of the four Batman movies from the eighties into the nineties too. Even yeah. If they only I, use I'm, pieces of it. I'm pretty sure they do. Um, and like you said, it's it's shortened in pieces for those last two. Mm. Oh, the, a lot of people say that those were bad. I mean, was it you that had that post? And I, I enjoyed them. I was a kid though, so I mean, I, I enjoyed them back then because give, give, I was a kid. give them a rewatch if you've got a couple hours to. <laughs> I think they casted well for those movies. They were just silly. Well, you know, Schumacher. There, there's there's two types of Batman fans for them. You've got the dark. The darker Batman's like Batman and Batman Returns, and then if you like, if you really like the campy, you know, Adam West stuff, which is good in its own way, it is very good. Then you might like, you know, uh, Returns and Batman for, in, or uh, Batman and Robin and, and uh, Batman Forever. I love the '60s show, and I think that might be why I sort of like three and four. Mm-hmm. Um, That'd be the only reason. <laughs> yeah, because it, it was kind of it. You you got the the vibe of the sixty shows yeah. in in those two movies, and that's definitely what uh, Schumacher or but whoever wrote it wanted to do. The bat suits were awful in those, the, man. The, the bat nipples, yeah, the bat nipples. Now, one thing I really loved about that though was the uh, it had Robin, you know, right? And I loved Robin, dude. I'd still Chris O'Donnell was Robin. Mm-hmm. He was good. You got to admit that. Uh, for, for those movies, yeah, I really I don't. I don't think anybody's done Robin just right yet. Was it uh what's what's her name? Uh Alicia, Alicia Silverstone. Silverstone. Batgirl. Oh, Alfred's daughter. She she was hot as as Batgirl. Some nineties Alicia Silverstone. Yeah, I miss her. I mean, whatever happened to her? She just disappeared. Uh I think she just made a, a series or something. She went vegan and went off the map and all that stuff. Oh, you know? it, Say no more, my friend. If you tell me she went vegan, I knew that would tell you everything you knew. If you told me she went vegan, I want nothing to do with her. (laughs) She can just go away and live on some island by herself, and just stay off the internet. I don't want to do anything with her. I no longer miss her now. (laughs) But I I still want to see somebody do the Batman Robin relationship right. In the comics, they make the whole point that Batman doesn't quite 
trust Robin to be as good as he needs to be. Yeah. So 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 Robin makes Batman more cautious and makes Batman better because he's more careful. Uh, yeah. And he's less reckless. And I'd like to see that make its way into the movies in a way that it hasn't yet. Other than that, it's I, I just give me Batman movies. I don't need I don't need Robin and everybody else. Just give me Batman. Uh, I and still. Alfred. I think it would be cool, like if they got into it with like Ben Affleck. Where you know I thought the original like idea was to get Ben Affleck a couple of movies and then kind of work its way into Batman Beyond. Right. And I'd I'd like to see Nightwing kind of get into that universe right. a little right. bit. So, will we ever see that? Probably not. <laughs> Maybe in another 10 years or something when DC reboots the reboot or something. Yeah, when we're all fucking sick of superhero movies because yeah. we've been seeing them all, all the time, even though I don't think that'll happen. I don't know. I, I, when, I'll never get sick of them. When I went to see Predator, they played a, a preview for Aquaman, and I was kind of starting to yeah. feel some of that superhero, everything's end of the world saturation. It was kind of like, and it looked it looked fun and good. But I just kind of start to I can feel it weighing on. Me. I'm worried about that Aquaman movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, see, I've genuinely been excited for all the DC movies mm-hmm. so far. Even the Green Lantern movie, I was somewhat excited to see that because I was a Green. Right. I got into collecting, well, not collecting, but reading Green Lanterns here and there when I was old, a little bit older, um, as a uh, kid going into teenage years, but. So I was I was a little excited about that one, and you know we went and watched that together, and right. I think you remember me <laughs> laughing very loudly in a couple parts, and people looking at me like I was crazy. The few people that were in the theater, yeah, was. but I mean I still didn't think it was as bad as people bashed on it. But I think that's one of those ones that gets hated on because of how good it could have been, yeah, or what it should have been. And I mean that's one where they got some characters right, but the. The movie, the movie was just wrong. Yeah, I mean, Ryan Reynolds was good as Hal Jordan, I thought. Right, but then people complained about like the suit, you know, like uh, there was a whole big thing about it that. It was yeah. all CGI. Well, what do you want? What do you <laughs> want? He puts on a ring that morphs a suit onto him, it has energy. So, I mean, what do you? I, I don't know what they want. You know, <laughs> like at some point you have to think like the suit is part of a power of some right. sort. So, but I, I just. I, that's one thing I, I will argue with. Kind of the diehards. Yeah, like get get over yourself. <laughs> you don't have to complain about everything. Fucking moron. <laughs> I, I met somebody's listening to this. Like, well, he, you're a fucking moron. <laughs> but yeah, so um, I I think that's all we have to talk about. We've just burned through all of our topics and added mm. a bunch in there. Mm. But I'm no, you know, it is what it is. So, I don't think I have anything else to say unless you have anything else to say. No, not really. I, you know, the uh, part of the big things that some people were talking about this week was the the PS1 mini coming out. I was never a big PlayStation fan, you know, but I, you know, I don't even care about it, dude. Right. Right. Well, I keep thinking um, uh, you know, we talked about Goldeneye last week and the, and Goldeneye for the 64 and right. and the PS1, I think we're all kind of around the same time. I think when people go back to play those games with some of those chunky graphics, and their eyes kind of go cross after a while. Yeah, it hurts I, their I, eyes. I think they'll be in for a little bit of a surprise about how some of those games look, especially yeah. on you know big old HD TVs. Yeah, I'm not into it. I, I could care less. I mean, if it has Resident Evil 2 on it, right. I might buy it. But then again, they're like revamping Resident Evil 2 for right. Is it Xbox? I want to say. I think it's. I think it's for everything. For everything. Yeah. So I mean, I don't, I don't give a and shit that's, about and that's it. That's what a lot point. of those games need. They need graphic updates yeah so i mean i'm not i'm not 
I'm not too pressed about it. If it, if it had some cool games, like just because I was never a PlayStation guy, it might be something to check out. But I'd, I'd rather go for some old Nintendo games with their minis and all that. <laughs> all right. Well, I think that's all we have for this week. Um, stay tuned for next week, obviously. I think we'll be back next Friday. I don't know for sure. Either Thursday or Friday. And Robzilla should be back. We're going to make him tell... He's going to have every a, detail. He's going to have a tell all every about detail. his anniversary. We want to hear everything from the dinner to opening the, the hotel room door. I mean, check in to check out what he had in the mini bar. Yeah, I want to know everything that he did this kind weekend. of kind of dirty pay per views they were watching to. Oh, yeah, get the bounce going. Wow. I want to know, I want to know every last thing, and I want him to spill his guts in front of everybody. <laughs> and we'll just we'll, we'll, we'll guilt him into it. That's right, he'll, he'll tell us one way or the other. <laughs> Whether he's got a gun to his head or, or what. I mean, he's going to tell. But that's all for episode 21, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for listening to the Sleazy Podcast. And I have to make a quick mention. We hit over 500 listens since coming back. Woo-woo. And I got to say, that's a it feels good. It's an accomplishment. But the work is not done yet. We need to continue to grow. So my uh, uh, plan of action for you or call of action, I should say, is to share the show with your friends and family. If you think somebody would like this that listens to the podcast, hit them up to it. Hip them. Make them subscribe. Tell them it's cool. Or tell them you enjoy it anyways. And uh, once again, thanks for listening. And remember, listen to Sleazy. La, 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 la,